Joining me today for our sunset session is Maggie Connors, the CEO and founder of Basito. Thanks for coming, Maggie. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. We, we already grilled sausages and what's not to like. Yeah, and, and, and this is happening behind us, which can be distracting. But, um, you know, I, 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 your story resonates with me um, and in terms of here you have somebody who started off a career marquee brand manager in retail and CPG, um, went and got an MBA, um, went the route of, 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 of finance, but left that after a short amount of time and had a vision, you know, two and a half years ago to start a cannabis company, to start a cannabis brand. You know, um, what, what was it at the time where you're like, I don't care about the money, I want to do something that I'm passionate about? Yeah, I think, um in a lot of ways, I got lucky. It was this perfect storm of I had been in, worked at Pepsi and Starbucks in New York for many years. So I joke, I've been selling drugs my whole career. Yep, um, but then came out to California to get my MBA. And that's when I, kind, I realized, and this was 2014, that cannabis, which I've always loved, was kind of going in the way of CPG. And not only was there this incredible opportunity to bring um, new design, um, kind of segmentation and positioning and, and thoughtful brand and product development that I wasn't seeing in the marketplace, but also kind of the leadership opportunity to shape an industry. Right. And obviously, um, people have come way before us and, and gotten cannabis to where it is today. 100%. But um, knew that we had this first year of wreck and this market and kind of business to create and was really inspired to um, do so with values, especially given the history of cannabis prohibition. Right. Um, well, congrats on getting your, your brand out there. Um, it's fantastic. Obviously, you know, the idea of starting is one thing, but the challenges of actually getting a brand to market in the modern legal cannabis industry in California is not an easy task. I think it took 18 months from actually formally starting to having products to sell at, at ease and at, at everywhere else. Um, what are what is some advice, what are some of the challenges you weren't expecting when you decided to, to do this? Yeah, I mean, it was quite the journey. We didn't even have laws yet. And then right. the laws came and then they changed every six months. So obviously staying um, really nimble and adaptable and not just like emotionally, but with contracts, with inventory, with right. everything you can really do, naming, we ended up changing our name. Um, so that's key. And then for us, it was really about being thoughtful and doing it right. And so um, taking time on our custom hardware, which took a while to make sure it was something uh, that was really safe and beautiful yeah. and that we loved. Same with the formulations. And then a lot of it was just kind of finding the right partners, especially in that transition. Right, um, I mean, the California supply chain has been a mess, Yes. right? And, and there are some, some bright spots in it, but uh, but finding the right partners as a brand is is critical. Exactly. You know, and so many places have made, made wrong decisions, you know, and really slow them down. So um, it's good to do what it takes to get the solid base. And that's it, we were really building the infrastructure for an industry and like right. literally building it. We went and visited fields and it right. was like, this is where the extraction will happen. Right, 100%. Um, and yeah. so that all took time, of course, and it's still taking time, we're right. seeing, but that's what's um, exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, new, new facilities are co still coming online every day. And I think a lot of people, when they think about emerging markets and other 
states, you know, like New York, it's, uh, we were talking about this earlier, it's going to take like five to ten years to actually have, you know, a cannabis supply to support an adult recreational market there. And, um, you know, it's going to be a long process, even it's been a long process in California where the, where the weed is here. You, you know, it's been here. It's been here. Um, but how, how did you land on the name Besito? Uh, besito means little kiss, yeah. and so that is a nod to... I didn't say it right. Besito. 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 Um, the, um, the kind of effects we were going for, the little elation of a kiss, um, and our products also are lower in THC and higher in CBD, and I really just wanted um, people to have agency over their cannabis experience with sure. so many products um, in the beginning of the the brand days being kind of extremely potent yeah, and that's 30 like percent thc content you know. yeah or in vapes 95. Right, right, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. and that's great and i love weed too but i just really believed in options and really creating something for everyone and just different occasions um when when a two to one is going to serve you better so that's where the name came from i was i was also inspired um by my heritage and just kind of latinx culture here in la right. and we brought a lot of cues including like right. the bright colors and flavors um from la culture to the brand well i mean there's um this is a shining example of a, of a brand that pays homage to um the latina population of in Los Angeles and California and across the country, right? Because not not a lot of connection has been paid or, or time and attention has, has been made to the, that audience, and it's massive. And it's only become more massive, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, we're really committed to diversity, not only in kind of who we are, who we work with, but who we represent as well. And I felt like that also we needed more kind of representation, even from just brands and media and sure. cannabis and who we know is really consuming. Um, and so that's something we've kind of worked into our. Creative and communities as well. I love it, and it shows in terms of the website and all the digital representation of the brand and and who's talking about the brand and publications and stuff. Um, you know, great great work. You know, bringing the authenticity to it. Um, you know, obviously, you know, as a you know as a female founder, and there's highly publicized things about the lack of female founders, the lack of access to capital for female founders. You know, I I wanted to ask you about what you found in terms of a support system or mentors out there for female entrepreneurs that are interested in, in cannabis and building a, a cannabis brand, you know, are there good things out there to support? Yeah, um, I think in 2014, I think I went to my first like women's grow event in San Francisco. It was like literally underground, <laughs> everyone smoking joints, just kind of yeah. like, how can we get started? And that was a really cool awesome. um, kind of first touch for me just to show up as a student there alone. Yeah. Um, and, and then I've had some great mentors, Emily Tahira, amazing women who have really shaped the beginnings of this legal industry. Um, they took my like LinkedIn messages out of the blue right. five years ago, and now they've stayed kind of friends and also become mentors and advisors. So I'm extremely grateful for that. That's awesome. Um, now, now, part of the, the brand's mission is to bring awareness to um, folks ravaged by the drug war. You know, talk to me about your, your partnership with Equity First Alliance. At Pasito, we, re we really recognize the extreme injustice of us kind of working in this and shaping this legal industry while um, millions, mostly black and brown men, um, are incarcerated for the same thing. So we felt it was important to um, not only build awareness about this, but 
do something. I think it's on the legal industry and the, the profits we're making to help not only repair the harms right. caused by the war on drugs, but help build an equitable legal industry now. And so um, met a lot of folks um, Equity First Alliance had, was, we were most in line with their mission and they're obviously the folks really doing the work on the ground. So we announced a partnership with them last September in support of um, National Expungement Week, which they do, where 1% of all Pesito sales um, go to supporting their mission. So they're awesome partners. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great organization. You know, we, we recently entered a partnership with Last Prisoner Project mm -hmm. where same thing, 1% of all revenue. And, and I think for us, we talk to so many folks in the industry that are growing and, and all that. I think we just bring more awareness to those folks and those companies, you know, just as a platform since the end of the day, you know, recruiting and talent is kind of connective tissue to talk to a lot of people, yeah. right? And I think whatever, this industry is only going to succeed if the, those those injustices, um, you know, are, are are made right, you know, or, or started to make right, made right. It's just going to take generations to to make it right. Exactly, but. and I found brands in particular kind of weren't addressing it either way, mm -hmm. um, and so even more reason um, it's you know something we're passionate about a team, but we wanted to kind of bring to life through the branding company as well. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, Basito is, is is a brand, and, and you're making um, you know products that you can get available in the state of California on the Ease platform and, and other retail locations. But you're also trying to look at creating other Basito branded products, like this sweatshirt, which is lovely. I don't know if we get a little zoom in on the sweatshirt here, um, you know. But uh, so, what what is where is the future of the brand Basito going? Yeah. So we love our weed products. We start there, of course, and we'll um, we'll always keep THC our favorite. Yeah. Um, but we launched merch and merch program um, last month, and we'll continue to drop it on the fourth of every month. We're celebrating a year of four twenties. Um, so February fourth, we just had a tote bag, and and we'll continue to kind of celebrate the four twenties all year, and then also get into um, awesome. kind of smoking accessories. We think about the vape honestly, kind of like an accessory. Yeah. Something beautiful you want to carry around, um, and well, kind of go further down that path. I mean, it's the type of thing you take out of your out of your pocket, and it's like, what is that? Yeah, you know, I, I like it. Um, um, it doesn't roll off the table. Does not roll off the table, which is huge, yes. and or get stuck in a crevice because it rolls off the table. Um, what about other other types of products within the THC lane? Or is, is, what's coming down the the product development pipeline? Yeah, we've got a few things coming um, in 2020. Hopefully, more to share in about a month or two. That's, that's awesome. Well, I, I can't wait to see. Everyone, look out for that drop. Um, and I guess last thing, you know. Where does Basito go from a from from a being a THC brand? I know a lot of California brands look at finding a good partner that can match the quality requirements of a brand in different states. You know, right now, you know, it's like Nevada, and you see these big partners being announced in Michigan and Illinois and Florida. You know, where, where do you have your, your sights set on in terms of? Of growth. Yeah, we're we're super excited, to, obviously, to take the brand um, to other states, especially as these new markets come on. And I think there's lots of Visito customers out there in the East Coast and in Midwest. Um, right now, we're fo we're a small team and and focused on California as such a big market, and obviously yeah. the brand is very kind of California. It's rooted here. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been exciting to see the last few years, kind of how again the infrastructure is developing, um, the company 
companies who can support partnerships at scale, um, kind of smarter deals being made. So excited to see the right partners starting to, to come up for us to grow nationally. Right. I mean, I mean, at this point, it's all about, you know, having a sustainable long-term brand and, and only taking money if it's really going to unlock growth, right? And I think the industry is pivoting to a point where um, that's a, a real you know, thing now where you can actually find partners and, and offload core parts of your business and your supply chain to third parties who specialize in it. And as a brand, you can focus on what you're good at. Yes. You know, um, and I think that's, um, you know, uh, obviously been a tough transition for a lot of operators in the space, but at the same time, it, it was a needed one, you know, um, because you don't need 150 manufacturing companies that can do, you know, 30,000 liters a day. You know, it's just there's not enough of a market even in California for that. Exactly. And I think, um, especially in cannabis, everyone really wanted to do everything. Yeah. And now there's a little more focus and partnership um, and kind of the, the right deals accordingly for right. people to be excellent at what they do do. Right. No, I've definitely seen, from my vantage point, people really honing in on that. Mm -hmm. As opposed to at the beginning, everyone was just trying to figure it out, man. Right. It was like a bunch of lone wolves just trying to figure out how to build a long-term sustainable model, and at least now there's some history to base those decision, that decision-making off of, you know, in terms exactly. of what your value, what your expertise is. But Maggie Connors, Basito, thank you so much for enjoying the sunset with us today. I really appreciate everything you had to say. Um, I can't wait to see where the story goes. Thank you. It was great to be here, and I'll be back soon. Hug. Yeah.